joining me now today is two-time challenge champion Tori Hall. Thank you for joining me today, Tori. Hi. I'm excited, Mike. Me Thanks too. for having me. I'm looking me. forward to doing this. Yeah. So I read that uh, you were Miss Virginia. Was that before or after um, your uh, real world? And did that kind of play uh, into your casting process? Both. So I was Miss Virginia teen in 2005. I got cast in 2007. And then I was Miss Virginia USA in 2008. So I went back on the show um, twice after I competed at Miss USA. Oh, wow. Yeah. So did, they, did that like, like uh, th is that kind of what you told them when you were uh, auditioning that? Um... Yeah, it was one of the things that was in my casting video. I um, But I went to a um, casting call with my roommates and I wasn't, I, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like I've told this story a million times to stop me if, if you've heard it, but um, I drove my college roommates to a casting. And so, um, and they came and got me from the parking lot. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, I read, uh, heard that on challenge mania with uh, Derek yeah. and um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So your real uh, road roll season was the last season of road rolls that they did. And it wasn't, you know, really perceived as like the greatest road roll season. So now I'm going to kind of like pose the question to you. Do you kind of wish that you had done the real world as opposed to the road rules or do you not really uh, regret that? No, I don't regret that. That I don't. Um, I We got to do some really cool stuff on my road roll season. Um, I always say that my dream challenge would be to do all the cool stuff and not um, it not be recorded. Uh, so, I, you know, the viewership was down on Viewer's Revenge, and that's okay with me because um, we got to do some amazing things. I mean, I performed in Cirque du Soleil. We played in Qualcomm Stadium with the San Diego Chargers. Um, I mean, the we met Stone Cold Steve Austin and went on um, – like a premiere to a premiere event, like met the cast at the office. I mean, we did so many cool things that I, they don't get to do in the real world. And I would like to do more challenges and less drama. And so I don't care if it's, yeah, you know, was the viewership was high or not. Yeah. It kind of seems like they gave you guys like more, uh, you know, cool opportunities to do on the road rules as opposed to real world where it's more of like a, a Jersey Shore type vibe when they're all just in a house, you know, like drinking and doing whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a party and I didn't party at the time, so I really wasn't the perfect cast. I still don't party, but um, it really wasn't the perfect cast for me. Mm-hmm. What about, like, uh, your knowledge of the challenge before, you know, going on your first one, which was the Gauntlet 3? Did you, like, really – were you a fan of the challenge, or did you, like, have any awareness of, like, what it was going into it? No, I didn't. Um, the first challenge I watched was the Duel 1, um, and it was because they made us watch it in our casting videos. So um, I knew – I had watched Road Rules before. I watched um, – Kendall season so campus crawl loved it thought it was great it's the only one I've ever watched but I just remember thinking that looks so much fun 
and um, but had no like recollection of the challenge or had, didn't know anybody on it. Um, and but then they made us blog about it on during my casting process. So I watched the dual one. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So what about going into cutthroat? Because for me, I think that um, I like the cutthroat, uh, you know, format a lot with the whole three team. And I think a lot of fans would agree with me. What was uh, what are you what are your thoughts on the uh, cutthroat format with the three team? Um, I loved it. I think that's a great format. I also like the rookies are veteran format. I'm not a big fan of these. I just like these like. Um, like pair challenges um, or things like that, because I think you aren't, you're not responsible for your own. I, th I think there's less gameplay and I love the gameplay part of it. So I think that, you know, as far as the three team or the two team, like large teams, I think um, that to me is fun. I like the duel. Um, I think if you talk to a lot of the guys, they'll say, you know, the duel, bring back the duel. But um, I really like the team thing. I think it's a lot of strategy involved in that, and it's fun. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what about uh, the uh, elimination when it was you and Tina, and then Teresa and Tina, which was the same elimination, obviously, where Johnny and uh, CT were going at it. Talk to me a little bit about how uh, you think you and Teresa, if you guys were to go up against each other, would have played out. Because I think that's an interesting matchup that a lot of fans were uh, hoping we would have saw. Yeah, Tina's, I mean, um, Teresa's scrappy and she's tall. She's got about three inches on me she or two to three inches. She's really tall. She's got some long legs. And that was all about, um, and she's got a lot of stamina. So it would have been a lot longer in the dirt. Um, whereas Tina and I were, were like two minutes. Um, so, and I'm a really good, like sprinter as far as like short term, I would not do great at these finals that they have now that are like three days long. I'd be like, I'm out. Um, but which is why I was nervous about that final there. I mean, I think that final was like the equivalent of a marathon in a hundred and six degree heat. I just don't train for that. Like that's not how I'm wired so um I think it would have been a very close race I was my heart wasn't in it to be honest with you at that point in the game it was like week late like six or something and so I was like I'm ready I like I I knew I wanted Brad to win that and I was just like okay let's get this over with so um I got really lucky I think going against Tina um versus you know Teresa because Teresa was there and she would train every day so it looked very different than Tina, who's at home, you know, hanging out and not training and not in challenge mindset. Right. So obviously that's the same elimination that um, one of the most like iconic moments mm -hmm. in challenge history and most people refer to with uh, CT and Johnny. What was it like being in person for uh, the CT Johnny elimination? And was it actually like as epic in person as it was for viewers watching at home? Yeah. I remember thinking, what in the world just happened? Like I, I cannot believe, I mean, the size different is very great. I mean, it's, it, you can see it. And even um, CT at that point, I mean, versus um, Tyler was, I mean, their sizes are more equal, but it still wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like a Johnny, it was 8.6 seconds or something. But yeah, watching, I was like, 
I cannot believe that just happened. And Johnny was so mad and he just like walked off. Um, yeah. But it, at that point, like Johnny was at the height of his like obnoxiousness. So right. it was kind of like, yeah, it's karma. Yeah. Now, I've heard that, like, the Tyler uh, CT one, they let go on longer. Was there, like, any truth to that? Did they keep letting uh, Tyler CT go at it? Yeah, Tyler didn't want it to end, but, um, which actually set him up um, to be really sore for the final because it went CT Tyler, and he fought it. He was just doing it for, like, hey, I'm going to show that I'm, I'm strong and I can do this, and he he hung in there with him. Like, it was – it. They were closer to CT side, but it was 30, 40 minutes. I mean, he hung, hung in there for a long time. So um, that was, it was a long time. Um, and then they just stopped him before. But he then went against Derek. Like, well, A, we had that, like, riot act is what it was called. And we had to, like, use the riot gear to, like, get people off. And he was sore from that because it was the very next day and then after that he went against Derek so he was very um he was really beat up so by the time he got to the final he was like exhausted mm -hmm. so talk to me a little bit about like your political game that season because you guys maybe what's not like a popular political play by fans but obviously a smart one considering you know you guys got yourself to the end you guys won brad didn't see an elimination you only saw one um and that uh last guy's elimination correct me if i'm wrong it was basically kind of like almost brad's turn to go in but then tyler ended up going in again How did oh that it was happen? totally it was totally brad's turn to go in um and the, i I, we pulled rank at that point and just said, look, Dunbar, it's either Tyler or you. Um, so you pick. And Dunbar Smart and was like, eh, you know, I'm going to ride this one out. Tyler, sorry, bud. Because um, we had two votes. So all we had to do was swing one way or the other. We knew Tyler was hurting. Um, like it or not, it's a game, you know? And I always say like, you know, those, the ones where it's like, keep it, take it or keep it. I'm like, we, I have, I love Tyler dearly. I have not seen him since cutthroat in 2010. So, you know, if you're like looking at like that and that's why, that's how I go. And I play it like that. I'm like, I don't see these people in my everyday life, you know? Um, if it was somebody like a Kindle who, um, I'm really close with, like I'd play it differently, but when you're talking about people that you don't like really do life with, I think it's a, a different game. So yeah, we played very um, cutthroat at the end. We slid under the radar. It was, they were stupid from the beginning to put a married couple on the same team. Um, I mean, we're going to always vote together. It's two votes right there against your one. It's just not, it's not smart, um, but it was great for us. Now, how differently so. do you think uh, things play out had Dunbar not swayed your way, and then you got Dunbar going in there against Derek? Obviously, that elimination was more catered towards size. Do you still see uh, your four people coming back intact if Dunbar goes in there against Derek?
Yeah. Um, Derek was really, really beat up from that riot act because he had, um, there was like four guys still on the, the, I think it was not the blue team. We were the red team, the gray team. Mm -hmm. And so we had three guys, they had four and Derek was the one. And so he, they were going to beat up on him no matter what. So he was really, I mean, it, he went and he went round after round there and just got beat up. So I think at that point, anybody would have beat him. Um, I just didn't want to take the risk of Brad going in that close because that's Brad's been Brad's story forever is that he would go in the elimination before the final lose and then not one. So, yeah. Now, did you uh, did you feel more satisfied um, with your cutthroat win or your gauntlet three win? Oh, cutthroat. Cutthroat. Um, I mean, I liked winning as a rookie. It was great. Um, you know, and I met Brad, so I was, like, on a high. It was my rookie season. I went into eliminations. But cutthroat, there was a lot of strategy involved. And we played a very – I played a very good political game that was not popular, but it got both of us to the end. So mm -hmm. now staying on the topic of cutthroat, not anything game related, but I've seen a lot of people uh, speculate and think that the uh, cutthroat house was haunted. And I've asked a couple of people that I've had on. So I want to hear uh, your perspective on uh, if you felt the house you guys were living in was haunted or not. Okay. I am not into that stuff at all. Um, Kendall would have loved it. It was absolutely haunted, though. Like, that house was creepy. Wow. Did you yeah. have, like, any uh, personal things that you saw from uh, being in there? Yeah, we – I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. But at night, you would hear this, like – I mean, people would be sleeping. And I would go to sleep first. But if you got up and, like, went to the bathroom or did something like that, you could hear this, like, slapping noise against – like, it was like it was like we were in jail because it was, like, a cinder block walls. It wasn't, like – normal walls um but it was like and you would hear this like slapping against the wall it was and loud like nobody was doing it it was like everybody was asleep production was shut down it was wow. not for like a show it was like creepy yeah so now talk to me a little bit about um dan walsh kind of brought it to my attention it was uh the story okay. about you playing uh piano of the michael jackson uh free willy song and then they played like a whole little uh prank on you guys talk to me about that wait i don't remember the prank i just remember me teaching chet and um abram and Kara how to play um i've played piano since i was a kid so i don't remember the prank what was the prank yeah, yeah. he said something about like he rallied like some of the people in the house and they were gonna have like Dunbar dress up as like a whale or something and like perform like a whole uh, routine with oh that. no it wasn't a prank it was a skit they had like this whole I mean and then they made up this new song and it was like I, I don't even I don't remember it but they made it up like all these extra words and they we were really bored in that house I mean the things that we did in that house were like so dumb um but we had a blast it was good. So. Mm -hmm. Now, what was your uh, coming back on Vendettas after all those years of uh, being off? I wasn't on Vendettas. 
No, I'm saying, like, what was your uh, opinion on Brad coming back to Vendetta? Oh, I was like, I haven't been on 2010. Um, I think it's great. I think Brad is, like, wired for these shows. I think he, um, it's, you know, he's, he's, he loves them. I mean, I think it's fun. It's like a, it's a good time. Um, but, I mean, he, I, I don't know. I'd like to see Brad win on his own. Um, who knows? So, yeah, I think it's great. Have him go back. Mm-hmm. So, What about if, say, you were back? What format would you, uh, you know, desire to be on? Oh, um, not pairs. <laughs> um, I just don't want to be tied to someone else and their game and the way that they communicate and the way they speak and the way that they play, like, the game I want to play my own game win lose or draw like I just don't want to be responsible for someone else um I would love a like dual theme or like a team theme where I could play within like politically within the team um here's the thing it would look very different now I mean it's been 10 years since I have been on um I don't know these kids like I, I mean and I say kids loosely but um, and some of them are older than me, the new kids, but, um, I just started so young. Uh, but I, I, you can't play a political game when you don't do life with these, these people. So, um, I don't know. It would look very different if I could come back now. And my perspective on things are a lot different. Um, so then most of these, most of these people are, it's their career, it's their life. Um, and mine's not. And so I I don't know how great of TV or what that would look like now. Um, just because things have changed. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, that was actually going to lead into my topic. I was going to ask you, what's your, like the, how the challenge has evolved since, you know, you first started and you've last been there? Because obviously when you first got into law, rules and like your original challenge social media was like as prominent as it is now and plays like obviously a much larger part into the challenge now whereas around cutthroat time twitter and facebook had like just started coming around i don't even think instagram was really around that uh around cutthroat time so how different do you feel as though the challenge is now and what's your thoughts on like how it's evolved yeah, I said this then um I think that people went on to play a part um and now, even from before, I mean, when you think back to Brad's real world days, I think they just went on and they lived their lives and people loved them or hated them for it. And um, now I think people go on to be a certain person or a certain character. And um, that's hard for me because I, some of the people that I do know in real life, and then you get on camera with them and they're completely different or you see them on camera and you're like, that's not who you are um and that's just not how I operate so I don't that's a tough one for me um but as far as like social see I did my whole season granted people didn't watch um people did that was the beginning of people starting to write back and respond and we had to receive hate mail or mail that they loved us and we responded back and forth to it and it was really difficult at the time because I just I don't understand and I'm so thankful I don't understand not like hating someone that you don't know um 
and you get so much of that. And I always said this, I said this on chat, um, challenge mania with Derek. I said, don't put me on a pedestal because there's only one way to go from there. And I feel like no matter what, I mean, we all love DM dearly. And I think there was one season she came back and she was like, I'm never going back. Like that was terrible. And she got a bad edit. And I remember thinking like, and people were writing her DM who we love. Like, it's not like, it's just, it's crazy to me that, and I, and I remember, I mean, some people have had a bad episode. You, nobody has gone on reality TV and not had a bad episode. And, um, and people have eaten them alive for it. And it's just, it makes it worse. I always say like, do you want to be judged by your worst moment? Um, and people never forget it. I mean, people not to, to bring this up, but people will never, I mean, Brad's fight was like 11 years ago. People to this day still bring it up, you know, and it's like, let it go. Like, do you want somebody he's evolved as a person? Like, what do you, I mean, I don't know. I just think people are so harsh on people that they don't know in real life. Um, and that's, that's difficult to watch because people that I love and care about, um, I have watched them like slowly deteriorate as people because I mean, I've seen it with Marie. I mean, people ate Marie alive and then they loved her and then they hated her and they go, and like, I just don't like, that's not good for anybody's psyche. Like do these shows, take them with a grain of salt, like watch them for entertainment, but then like move on, you know? And, um, I think that that's probably the biggest deterrent of me going back at this point is that, um, I have two kids that I'm raising and I have a job and I just don't know that that's good for all of us. And at this point, my decisions are for three and not one like they are when I was 20, 21. So. Right. Yeah. It's definitely like a double edged sword with, um, you know, the challenge and reality television doing it because you get fans who, you know, like to, formulate opinions on you know cast members that they haven't even met a day in their life so it's almost like you know you're they're painting mm -hmm. this image of you and it sucks like for you know cast members with fellow cast members who they say in your case you know as you just previously mentioned with someone like you know marie or brad like you know these people personally so it's like you know it sucks for you to see having known these people but yeah. you know that's kind of the position that reality tv puts um you know, you in by going and doing it. And, and we, and it's a great, like I've visited some of the, the coolest places. I've done some amazing things. I do not regret one thing. Um, one trip, one saying yes. Like I don't regret it. I have loved every, I mean, there's been moments within the shows that I've hated, but I, mean, I got to do some really cool stuff. I have two amazing kids. Like I really cannot speak poorly about, MTV or the show or anything like that. Like I've met some of my best friends because of this. However, I just think like the hate that I see, I mean, people can't breathe these days without just like somebody having a problem with it or hurting someone or offending someone or whatever it may be. It's just like they can't. And so I don't, it's such a tight line to walk um, that I, it's it just made it very different these days. Right. So I'm sure you're aware that like fans find out 
know, have, like, spoilers and whatnot, and they can see, like, who's going to be off-season, like, what board airs. And back in October for this season, currently airing, your name actually popped up on the cast list. And I think uh, Kendall was kind of feeding into it a little bit with uh, fans who were uh, asking her on Twitter, like, because I think that week you weren't, like, totally active on Twitter, so everyone thought, like, Oh, she was there any? Uh, so I'm gonna ask you now: Was there any truth to the rumor that you were on this current season of the show? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm never. I didn't show up as a mercenary. Nothing. It was actually something not related. I didn't even know when leave date was. When Brad's not on it, like I don't really have a lot of information about like when they're leaving or anything like that because I have no no need to. So no, I did not. Um, I, I wasn't on there. It was actually something not even related to the show. Um, it was so, um, it was something with one of our kids and, um, I just kind of got off social for a, a bit. And, um, I think it was like a month that I was off. When I came back, I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, not, not the case. I love, I mean, it was great. The love was great. The messages were great. It was, um, but just no, no truth to it. Yeah, I was, when I saw that, I was actually kind of excited, but it wasn't even out of the realm of possibility, you know, because two of arguably the most dominant girls on this season are actually the same age as you. So it's like, you're technically a vet, but you're like on the younger side, you know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't something out of the... Yeah, I like I said, I was a baby when I started this. I mean, I was 19. Um, everybody on that, season of like Real World Australia and Road Rules. Um, well, no, a couple of uh, the, of the Road Rulers, I was definitely the youngest on, but I was going to, I mean, they were considering me for Road Australia. So, um, but they gave us the option of what we would prefer. And I had put Road Rules. Um, so um, I don't know where I was going with this. I forgot. But anyway, I was super young when I started this. I mean, I was cast on my 19th birthday and went from there so mm -hmm. so now I know you haven't done like an official challenge with Wes but what are your thoughts on his and Bananas is you know partnership for this season I'm sure you're uh you know aware that they came together this season I'm not I have not watched I'm terrible I know I need to um although but I am team Wes all always like I I don't know what character they portray him to be Wes is one of the most stand-up men um from these shows Wes was in my wedding um I he is just a great guy all around and so I did a challenge meeting with Wes I just really like him, him and Brad are friends like I will always side with Wes so if he's he made a deal with the devil that's on him <laughs> Now, what are your thoughts on uh, them pulling from the larger casting pool and now bringing on, you know, the UK, Big Brother, Survivor, shows like that? Because it obviously was always, you know, the real world, road world. And I see a lot of fans, especially, you know, as of late, like, you know, like highly requesting them go back to just casting, you know, real worlders. So what is your thoughts on them now casting and bringing in all these other networks and uh, shows? Yeah, um, I think it's great. Honestly, like, I'm... Personally, I'm a Big Brother fan. I think it's. I think it should go both ways. I'd love to do Survivor, so um, or Amazing Race with like Kendall or something. So that I don't. 
I think it's great. Bring them on. I mean, are the, uh, like the UK, it gets kind of annoying. So I'm like, eh, it's not even airing over there. Um, I don't think. Maybe it is. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't care. I think it's great. I like the the Big Brother. As long as it's like a real, like, I don't, I think they're doing like fake Big Brothers now too. Like, I don't think they're real, like, they were like online only or something. I don't know. Um, but I think it's, I think it's great. Right. You know who I don't think it's fair to bring? Like, I think he makes for good TV, but like Turbos of the World, he's like, like, isn't he some like, like amazing athlete or something? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you don't, you can't compete with that. So just think it's, yeah, you know, that one, that's a little that unfair. Was like insane. You had like uh, the final that was like 34 miles, I think, or something like that. Like they're yeah. in the desert. Or that ninja chick, like this girl competes and like for a million dollars and works out all day, every day. Like, how do you expect somebody who is like, has a, a job as a nurse to come in and compete with that, you know, like, or, you know, like go, I don't, I don't know. I just, um, I, I just don't, it's, that's a, that's a rough matchup. Yeah. Were there any, like, close calls for you in terms of since Cutthroat, any uh, challenges that you were, like, really strongly considering or, like, almost thought about going on to? Um, invasion. It just was at the wrong time in my life. Um, but, yes, Invasions was one of them. Um, I there I was really close to going back right after Brad went back um so I don't know not vendettas it would have been final reckoning maybe mm -hmm. and and then there was um a champ season that I was like all right yeah really going um and it just didn't work out but um which it is it's it all it has worked out how it's supposed to um but what was it like doing the uh, Universal Studios challenge that you just recently did? I think it was last year. So fun. Like I always say, my favorite um, thing about um, if it's like I get to do cool stuff in cool places with my friends. And um, so that's it's not about the, the money to me. The money's nice. Um, after taxes and all of that, it's like, what does it really boil down to? So um, the money's great, but it's just like getting to do cool stuff. And the kids thought it was so cool. Um, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like, since I'm just going to allude to Derek and Darrell, since they were obviously there at the Universal Studios, do you think that um, those two guys deserve like another shot to uh, go on like an actual season? Considering like, obviously from a performance standpoint, like there's no debate, but there's a new criteria, it feels like, yeah. amongst the production. They like to cast, you know, people that are more talk than uh, walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. And those guys are both, like, stand-up guys. I just think, and I don't know this group of men um, competing now. I just know that, like, the group back then was such stand-up guys. Like, Derek is amazing. Wes is amazing. Um, Darrell, such a good guy. Like they're just a solid group of guys that are like good competitors. They make for good TV. It's not all about like who they're hooking up with or what they're doing. It's just 
good, solid TV. And so um, I do. I think that would be great casting. I think the fans want to see it. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I hear in my DMs or in my you know, every day passing, they're like, we want to see the old school people back. We want to see the old school people back. It's like, I want to see them back. Like, I think it would be so great. I would watch that. Like, you want to put some new, the newbies on great, but like bring some of like the really strong, I mean, those were strong athletes, like your Landon's in the world. I know you, we haven't heard that name in a while, but like Landon, Brad, um, you know, bananas is a, still a strong dude. Like he's, it's just like, those guys are solid guys even the girls like they're just it, it looks different like we're not bodybuilders but we have you know we had a strong there were some strong chicks you know that I would put up against a lot of these new kids so I think that you know it would be a good um matchup if they did like an old school new school but I don't know if they'll ever do it but I think it would be um a great idea yeah believe it or not oh sorry I didn't get no, you're fine. I only have like five more minutes. Okay. But we can. Yeah, believe it or not, I read that. Uh, yeah, the initial uh, pitched idea for this current season was actually supposed to be old school versus new school, but um, production and kind of like uh, scrapped the idea because they didn't think that uh, it would do too well rating wise. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it would be. Um, I think if, you know what, here's the problem is that a lot of the old school people, um, like your Rachel's of the world. I mean, Rachel has a two, maybe three kids now. Like, uh, Kendall has three kids. Like it, it's just, I have two. It's a lot of us, like Paula has three. It's a lot of us who were in it, um, before it just, it, it would have to look very different now <laughs> for all of us to to get back I mean Johanna has one Melinda has a kid like it's just it it just is very different for a bunch of old school females versus you know the you know, to come back um so I don't know what that would look like as far as the female cast um so yeah what are your thoughts on uh Jordan and Tori Oh, I think they're cute. I actually met, uh, I love Tori. I think I've always said that since the beginning. I think she's, um, if I have to pass the baton with my name onto somebody on these shows, she can take it. Right. Um, I'm good with that. Um, I think they're cute. I'm, I, I love, I'm a advocate for reality TV love. I think that's a great story. Um, as long as you don't get caught up in it. Um, and yeah, I like I like their story. I think they're both very laid back people who have really found love in a crazy place. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you had to say in your opinion now for guys, well, you might have some uh, biased interest because you're obviously a competitor, but who would you say would be your top guy competitor and top girl competitor? Like to be yeah, uh, on a team? Like in terms of who you feel is like the best um, competitor to ever mm. compete on the show? Oh, ever. Um, I'm going to say Rachel's probably the best girl competitor to ever compete on the show. I mean, even now with these girls, Ninja or any of those girls, I'd say 
Rachel scares me to go into elimination. Um, guys, I'm I'm gonna say Wes. Um, and this is why. Wes is good both with um, mental and physical. Um, and we all have bad days we can all lose. Um, but I think that he has it both. And there's not a lot of guys on this show. There's a lot of like brute strength that a lot of these guys have. Um, but a lot of them lack the puzzles. Johnny can't do a puzzle if you gave him the key to it. Um, and um, and I, I think he's strong. Like, I don't hate Johnny. Um, but I, and he's super smart and strategic wise, but you have to have all three to be say that you're like the toughest guy to ever play. Um, I don't know how Darrell is with puzzles, so I can't say, but I know for a fact that Wes is solid with puzzles. So, yeah, someone I think a lot of fans, um, think is one of the greatest and I would love to see back is Landon. Um, yeah. I, yeah, and it's a shame we never got to see him go up against Johnny at all. They were never on a season together, believe it or not. As hard as that yeah. is to believe, because it feels like Johnny's on every season, you know. Yeah, Landon would um, totally eat Johnny alive physically, um, but Landon is why I say he's not the greatest of all time is because he's not a good political player. He doesn't like. He just can't, he just rides under the radar and gets there and that's kind of his thing. And he's quite, so I guess that's good. Um, but he just doesn't have that like edge. There's not much gameplay or strategy. He's just like, yeah, I'm strong and you have to beat me. And that's that, you know? So, but like strategic wise, not very smart. It's how Brad beat him in that um, thing on the duel. So too. Yeah, that's true. That was uh, quite the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about uh, CT? CT's great. Um, not great with puzzles. Great. Like, Dan used to have to practice puzzles with him all the time. It's funny. Um, but he, he can do a puzzle. He's just not um, not great at it. I mean, he's got brute strength. But there's, like, I mean, Brad beat him in that technicality. He just, he's another one that we use as brute, brute strength. Um and then rip a flag at the end instead of taking it off or whatever may happen. Like he's just, sometimes he's lost really dumb eliminations um, based on his, or the fact that he can't, you know, keep his temper under control sometimes. And so I think it's, it's just a, as much a mental game as it is a um, physical game. A hundred percent. And I was never at the mental aspect by week four or five I was like I, I gotta go so <laughs> yeah so now I gotta throw in this question obviously for fans because you know they'll always want me to ask this say if you were to get a call you know tomorrow what would uh what would that look like for you in terms of uh your desire to go back yeah, right now I would say no. I mean, it that could change six months from now. It could it was a different answer six months. But um, right now I'm working. I have my dream job. I'm working with Amazon, and the boys are in a really good space, and um, I'm really happy. So right now, no. Um, but that doesn't mean you know I'm still young. So yeah, doesn't mean that we don't have some time. Right. 
Well, uh, it was a pleasure getting to speak with you today. This was a ton of fun. I look forward to yeah. uh, you know, uploading this. Thank you. For, awesome. Uh, Thanks so much, Mike. Great day. You too. Take care. Good morning. All right. Bye, Mike.